This is the We Spin Recipes podcast with Andrew Apanov. Hello, everyone. I am Andrew, and you're listening to a new edition of the We Spin Recipes podcast. In this episode, I talk to Andrew Dubber, the director of Music Tech Fest. The 10th anniversary edition of the event is going to happen in Berlin from May 27th to May 30th. And uh, here we mainly talk about this very event. Since this is a kind of a special episode dedicated to just um, one uh, festival, let me start with explaining who it is for. Um, if you have any interest in attending or if you actually are going to attend and already got your tickets, then listen to the show in full. You will learn something cool and new from Dubber without any doubt. Up to you to decide to listen to uh, the show or not if you're not going to Berlin in, at the end of May. After all, if you have never heard of MTF before, you may change your mind after listening to this podcast. So it's it's something really cool. Um, so you decide and uh, there is still something in, in what Andrew talks about that could be of interest to you. Also remember that Music Tech Fest is held in different cities, so maybe its next edition will be held near you next time. Now, very important, if you are going to attend Music Tech Fest Berlin and haven't purchased a ticket yet, Andrew and his team are offering you, the Wispin Recipes listeners and subscribers, a 20% discount on all festival tickets. Find the discount code and the link to the show notes at wispin.co forward slash WSR67. I find it pretty cool. Uh, I didn't ask for it. They just offer it uh, to um, to you guys. So it's a, it's a great deal here. Uh, and once again, find all the details at the link I just mentioned. I will be at the event as well. So be sure to hit me up if you are going there too. So we can meet up. Now, enjoy the show. Andrew, thank you so much for agreeing to be guest on the show. How are you doing? Oh, very well, thank you. It's really exciting to have this conversation because honestly, and I'm not sure if I even told you that or not, but I did attempt to set up interviews with you at a couple of conferences, but it was through some weird means of, um, you know, this conference uh, networking platforms that's not always functioning well and so on. So right. finally, finally, we're having the call. I'm, well, I'm excited about that. Yep. So for those listeners who are new to you, to, to your name, although I'm pretty sure that most of uh, those listening to us have heard of you, do mind a little bit of a background on yourself and what you've been up to in the last years. Okay. Well, I'm from New Zealand originally, where I was in radio for a long time and ran a record label and a media production company. I got into education there, ended up teaching at a university in the UK where I was doing stuff about music online and radio online. Those were kind of my two areas. I started a blog called New Music Strategies around about 2004, 2000, yeah, 2004. And it was about how independent artists can use the internet, which was kind of a, a kind of a new thing then. There weren't many people, particularly in the UK, talking about actual strategies for using the online space for uh, music promotion and, and new ways of, of thinking about music. And I sort of got deeper and deeper into it. And I ended up writing a couple of books on the topic. Um, I ended up as a professor of music industry innovation at uh, Birmingham City University while I was there. And long story short, I got involved. I went to a music tech fest in 2013 
to go and present about my work. And my work is kind of the online stuff, but it's also about music and entrepreneurship. And it's also about music as a tool for social change. And that's kind of one of the things that I went along to Music Tech Fest to talk about was about social technologies. And it was about some of the projects that I'd been doing research on in Colombia and India and Brazil and, and different ways about thinking about music and thinking about technology and thinking about how music can change people's lives. And when I got to Music Tech Fest, I kind of found my tribe a little bit. And, it, and sort of long story short, I went to Music Tech Fest and never went home. And now I'm the director of the festival. Now based in Sweden, team for Music Tech Fest are, are primarily based in London, some in Berlin. And we're now going to our 10th Music Tech Fest in Berlin at the end of May. We've done them in Sweden, Slovenia, Boston, New Zealand, Paris, Berlin, and of course, London. So it's started to really gather momentum. And the more you find your tribe, the more the tribe finds you. And so it's starting to really gather a pace and people are starting to pay attention. But we're also building on it as well. So it's bringing in all of these different things that all of us are interested in, from hacking and making through to music and entrepreneurship through to music for social change and getting kids involved in coding and making and, you know, all sorts of, of these sorts of things. And it's sort of really, all these different bits are bolted onto it and it sort of grows as it, as it rolls along. Yeah, that, I appreciate that you mentioned some things about the festival, the event that we are definitely going to talk about. And uh, we're essentially talking to two groups of people here from what I see myself, uh, those who don't have a single idea what uh, Music Tech Fest is about, and but are interested in those who are going to attend uh, the Berlin edition, most probably, and just want to, you know, get some interesting highlights and insights into what to expect there. And maybe someone is listening to us after the event happens and, you know, to see what to expect at the future edition. So for those who are new to Music Tech Fest, uh, maybe a a few more clarifications on what exactly it is and on the format. So it's not a typical music conference, right? Well, it's not a music conference at all. So it's, it's actually a really good point because we, for the longest time, we've been trying to define ourselves in terms of what we do. And we've spent a lot of time saying what we're not. So we're not a music conference. We're not a technology meetup. We're not a festival of concerts. Nobody comes to Music Tech Fest and just plays their set. That's not what it's about. Music Tech Fest, and, and the phrase that we've come up with is that it's a festival of music ideas and a giant creative laboratory. And that kind of sums it up because what people do is they come to Music Tech Fest, and yes, we have things on the stage and people are presenting their projects or you know they've invented a new type of musical instrument or they've got a new type of performance or they come up with a new concept and they can do sort of performance slash demo style stuff on the main festival stage. But that's kind of like, that's almost the methodology rather than the outcome, if you see what I mean. It's we bring the smart people into a room from academics to industry, artists, scientists, all these different people who kind of are involved in some way in music and technology put them in a room together, give them things to build stuff with and opportunities to work together and see what comes out of it. So a lot of what happens at Music Tech Fest starts at Music Tech Fest. It isn't somebody coming along and say, here is my finished thing. It's somebody coming along and going, here is my idea who wants to jump in and get involved. So through that, we've developed the concept of the MTF Labs and what happens in the labs. And these are some kind of largely invitation only things that's, that run in the week leading up to the festival. But they are the process of putting the smartest people in the room, letting them experiment on stuff, and then showcasing the results of those experiments at the festival with the idea that anything that starts in the labs or starts at Music Tech Fest, we try and encourage and support and into 
having a life beyond the festival as well. So there's a lot of startups that have come out of Music Tech Fest. There are a lot of new research projects that have come out of Music Tech Fest, a lot of new performance projects and art projects that have come out of Music Tech Fest that start there out of new collaborations with people who otherwise wouldn't have the occasion to meet. So it's kind of, it's a gathering, if you like, or it's a happening, if you want to sort of use a 60s term for it. It's a place where people who are interesting come and do cool stuff together. And we find out what happens as a result of that. But in doing so, we have a program of kind of themed areas. So there's stuff about robots, there's stuff about the voice, there's things about tinkerers and, and people making things out of junkyard objects and found sounds. So we kind of collectively lump things together throughout the three-day weekend festival. And then on the Monday following the festival, we have a research symposium. We actually bring a whole lot of uh, academics together and people from industry research as well to really kind of talk about some of the ideas that have come out of the festival and then develop those into new interdisciplinary collaborative projects. So there are a lot of kind of threads to it. There are phenomenal artists that come to the festival and people that you'd ordinarily see in stadiums sitting in a jam room and picking up a guitar that, and playing with people that you know, have been buying their records for 25 years because the idea is that it's about people coming together and collaborating and so on. So you, know, you, you might get to meet your heroes, but you also might get to see types of collaborations between people that you ordinarily wouldn't. And that's kind of the thing that makes it interesting for us is because it's about kind of celebrating the, the legacy of the space of, of music and uh, electronics and experimentation and electronic music, but also about kind of building the future of it. Sounds pretty exciting to say the least. Any highlights from the past events? So anything that started at Music Tech Fest at any of the previous events that you'd kind of highlight that stood out in your opinion? I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of stuff, but any examples? Yeah, there's, some, there's a lot actually. But this, okay, so there's, there's a couple that spring to mind as, as easy ones to communicate, which is probably the, the best criteria for this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's champion beatboxer uh, by the name of Reaps One. And he's now sort of, he judges the World Beatboxing Championships. He's, he's that good. And he came to Music Tech Fest to talk about his process, to talk about how he kind of uses what he thinks of as the technology of the voice to create sounds that are both imitative of other things, but also imagining new types of sounds, but how to layer them, how to put them together and how to kind of develop that into a kind of a, a musical language. But one of the things that he's been experimenting with for a long time is this idea of cymatics. And cymatics is, you've probably seen somebody puts sand or sugar or something on a piece of paper above a speaker. And as a tone is played, it forms shapes, right? So it's about the idea of vibrations and sound shifting matter. And so we ran, leading up to the festival in Scandinavia around this time last year, we ran a cymatics challenge. And we put the call out online to our community saying, look, anybody who does anything with cymatics or wants to do anything with cymatics, send us a short video of, of some stuff that you like and that, some stuff that you've been working on. And the things that we kind of really think that's a really interesting concept or, or that's, you know, that's a really great use of the, the cymatics sort of idea, we'll bring you to the festival. And we ended up shipping, there's a woman called uh, Ginger Lee who goes by the name Synthestruct, came over from Florida. We had Fanny Fazakis come over from, from Budapest. And the third one I'm thinking was the UK, and it's, I'm struggling here. But the three Cymatics winners we brought to Scandinavia, and they collaborated not just with each other, but also with Reaps. And what came out of it was a, a music video that brought the idea of Cymatics and videography in a way that Reaps One had never kind of imagined through a collaboration with Ginger Lee. So here is a beatboxer from the UK working with a visual artist and coder and developer from Florida that would never have come together other than this idea of cymatics being this kind of shared interest, which is, which is kind of one 
interesting thing. But the other thing is we've been developing a project and, and working on a European-funded project called uh, Music Bricks for the last 18 months. And what Music Bricks is, is it takes the research coming out of the top research institutes that work in the music tech field and bundles it up in a way that hackers can use and make things from. So APIs, GUIs, graphical user interfaces, and TUIs, tangible user interfaces. And so it gives these tools in a really kind of usable, applicable way to hackers and say, well, what can you make from this? And this is the challenge. Now, we do this in the Hack Camp at Music Tech Fest. We have a 24-hour hackathon at Music Tech Fest, which is far more about making things than it is about kind of wrestling with code and making kind of playlists in a different way. It's, it's quite often more about physical objects and performance. But these Music Bricks tools were given to these hackers. Hackers came up with ideas. And, and through this European project, we had a little bit of you know, microfinance, like small amounts of money, to give to these teams to say, okay, this is really smart, develop it to a commercial prototype. So one of the things that's been happening, this is since this time last year, we did the first testbed for the Music Bricks project at uh, MTF Scandi in uh, Umeå in Sweden, May 2015. So in May 2016, we have the presentation of these new startups, projects, you know, products that have come out of the Music Bricks uh, process, and we're going to be delivering them to investors, business people, showcasing what the Music Bricks project has generated. And I mean, we've got a patent out of this and not us personally, we've been uh, incubating people, it's their IP, obviously, the people who are making the things, but there's a patent that's come out of it. There is, you know, some new performance works have come out of it, new sorts of collaborations, new sorts of products and projects, startups that are going to be showcased at the Music Tech Fest in Berlin. So these things that this idea that we start something at the festival that goes on to have a life beyond it is really important to us. And that's kind of been central for us. Exciting, exciting stuff. And I really like that. Essentially, what you've got here may be interesting to such a huge variety of of people and artists of different kinds, not just musicians, because I'm not sure how many artists from different fields you've got. But uh, to me, it sounds like you can, like lots of artists in different uh, kind of spheres and areas and scenes can find inspiration at these kind of events, because there is, this is where the innovation happens. And even just... What's really interesting about that is we, we, I mean, we're kind of genre blind. So we've had classical musicians, jazz musicians, rock musicians, hip hop musicians, grime artists, you know, uh, right across the spectrum of all sorts of different types of music. And it's quite, I mean, some of them come to it reluctantly, which is kind of interesting. So for instance, we had classical string quartet and they're kind of one of the more forward thinking classical string quartets that we've worked with, but they did a really interesting project with a composer from Plymouth in the UK at Music Tech Fest London, which was called the Brainwave Quartet. And so you've got four people sitting in front of computer screens with EEG brainwave caps on, and they are essentially psychically creating music that a traditional string quartet is playing live in front of an audience. So when you think about music and technology, you you, kind of don't normally think of you know, a classical music string quartet, and you certainly don't think of them playing psychic music, but there's these kind of odd, fun concepts that, uh, that come up at the festival. We have people, I mean, for us, technology is all technology. You know, a stretched skin across a hollowed out log is a piece of technology. A violin is a piece of technology. And so we have people who sort of hand make their own guitars. We've got things that have been about uh, traditional musical instruments, not just digital stuff. Technology doesn't just mean digital, it means things made by people. So music has always been technological, but it's the focusing on the technology that really brings different types of people together. And for me, that's kind of the, probably the most interesting bit about it is you get the scientists and the engineers thinking creatively and, and 
and innovating because it's about music. And music is the social glue that brings people together. You don't just get musicians, you get people who like music. And that's pretty yeah. much people. So if we were going to say, okay, we're going to do this art and technology event, you're not going to get quite as many engineers. Oh, there are some engineers who are massively into all sorts of really interesting art, but most engineers are into music in some way, shape or form. You know, you know a lot of them will say, oh, I play bass in a band or, you know, I'm, I'm a, a record collector or, you know, whatever. But they, there is a sort of affinity to music that most people share. And that's the thing, that's the bait ultimately that gets different types of people in the room, creative people, the technical people, the people who ordinarily don't speak the same language, but here they do and they can make things together. And it's that sort of cross-section of different ways of thinking about the world where the real innovation comes from. Yeah, and Berlin for that matter is uh, pretty interesting because the technology scene and the, and the music and electronic music scenes are very developed there. So any particular um, events or artists or projects coming directly from Berlin that you'd like to highlight? Well, there's lots. The thing about the Berlin scene is that, I mean, the scenes, plural, is, uh, I mean, Berlin is the home of music tech. It's the capital of music technology, as far as I'm concerned. There's so much stuff going on there. You've got SoundCloud, Ableton Native Instruments, you know, all these sort of really big things. But you've got a context in which lots of people have been doing really innovative and interesting stuff for a long time. Visual artists and people who are kind of making things in their basement and it's sort of the, the hacker scene is really interesting there as well. There's a really strong yeah. fab lab in Berlin. And so people are um, making things all the time and thinking about them. So this combination, for instance, fashion tech wearables, we've got this amazing artist, Victoria Modesta, who's not from Berlin, but she is coming together with people who are working in Berlin and developing. Oh, Victoria is a bionic artist, is how she describes herself. She has a prosthetic leg, which is a high tech innovation, but she's a pop, I mean, she's a literally a pop star. And this is somebody who has tens of millions of views on YouTube with her music. She has a new EP coming out that coincides with the festival, which we're really excited about. But she's getting involved in one of the labs at Music Tech Fest with some of the people from the Berlin Fab Lab who are making high-tech fashion wearables that extend the human body. So this idea of transhumanism is kind of one of the words applied to it. This idea not just of kind of you know, here is a disabled person and we're going to make them normal by giving them a kind of a pretend leg back, which is this sort of this very old fashioned way of thinking about prosthetics and, and extensions, but saying, let's make superheroes, you know, let's make people beyond capability. Let's, you know, we have the, you know, it's the Steve Austin, you know, $6 million man thing. We have the technology, we can build them bigger, faster, stronger, you know, that, that sort of that idea of a, it not mattering where the leg stops and the technology begins, and B, it not mattering really where the person stops and the technology begins, because the technologies are, as McLuhan said, extensions of our senses. They are ways in which we reach further into the world. So like the television is a way of extending the eye right across the other side of the planet. Well, let's do that with music. Let's make music as an extension of the human body. What can you do if you can put motion sensors and uh, MIDI controllers into prosthetics? You know, you can actually start to get new types of performances that haven't been imagined. So we're going to make these things and showcase them on the main festival stage at Music Tech Fest. So that's those kinds of ideas. And, and Berlin is really rich for that. Those sorts of, you know what, let's just try it is really the attitude in Berlin. And, and there are a lot of reasons for that, you know, historical and economic and cultural and all these sorts of things. But it's just a real hotbed of people thinking, how far can we push this? What else can we do with this? You know, how more interesting can we make this? And uh, it makes it a really exciting place to be doing Music Tech Fest. And it's the reason that it's, MTF Berlin is probably about, by a factor of 10, our biggest event yet. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, 
something to add here is that some of the stuff that you mentioned in Victoria's uh, videos and some of the other stuff that um, was presented at uh, the past editions are available on the musictechfest.net website. So as you've been talking about this, I've been seeing the previews of some of these videos right there. So do you mind going uh, through some of the terms that you've got here? So let me clarify. As I got familiar with um, Music Tech Fest, I got excited and I'm really looking forward to being there as well. And um, as I've been talking about this with some artists who were interested in attending, they, like all of them, had questions about the different types of tickets you've got and different types of passes. Yep. And so you've got hashtag MTF and then something that goes afterwards. So for newcomers like myself, so do you mind a bit of clarification of the different kinds of uh, passes and uh, MTF events happening there? I mean, Absolutely. you mentioned it, some of them, but... It, it, everything just... gets a hashtag. It's kind of the, the MTF philosophy. It's um, because people like to be able to find related things. So we've, we've done, you know, for instance, MTF Labs. MTF Berlin is a hashtag. The name of the festival is a hashtag. So we have, you know, all, all these different aspects of the festival. We try to sort of, you know, categorize them with a hashtag, if you like. But the, the tickets are actually much simpler than they look. There is basically, there's a three-day pass to the festival. Yeah, three-day festival ticket. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you buy that, and then you go to the festival, and you get to do everything you want to do at the festival. However, there are other things, and there are other types of people for, for different audiences. We have what we call the industry insider tickets, which is kind of an add-on. And there is a music business and a technology business and business community, if you like, and investor community. I guess you call it a VIP networking session that starts early on the Friday before the festival really kicks off. It involves a sort of a, a welcoming drink and a networking and, and conversation, but also a preview of the, the Music Bricks prototypes and also some startup pitches. We don't have startup pitches on the main festival stage at Music Tech Fest. It's not that sort of event, but there is a real strong interest in the music technology business community to actually see some of these things going on. So we have this area of the festival called the Startup Sound Pit. So everybody can go and see what's going on in the, uh, with the startups. But these uh, industry insiders, for a little bit more on the ticket, they get to come to this sort of extra event that's at the beginning of the festival. So if that's you and you're interested in that, industry insider ticket is the way to go. There is also a fourth day of our three-day festival, which is the Research Symposium. Now, if you are a researcher, an academic, or you're interested in new ideas from research about music and technology, you can pay a little bit more and you can get the fourth day symposium ticket, which gives you everything in the three-day festival plus the symposium. Now, of course, some of the people who are really interested in the symposium are also industry insiders that want to go to that Friday event. So we've had to create a ticket that is the industry insider, you know, MTF amplifier was the name of that particular event. So the MTF amplifier industry insider ticket that is four days long, which includes MTF research, is another ticket, if you see what I mean. So that's kind of how that's stacked up. Now, there's one other thing. So that it's really as simple as that. It's, it's do you want the three-day ticket or the four-day ticket? Do you want to be an industry insider and go to the networking event and the startup pitches or not? And it's really, this is, you know, as, as far as flowcharts go, it doesn't get much simpler than that. There is one other element to it, though. And this is kind of a, it's a really cool one. We dithered about this for a long time. We've got a thing called MTF Lates. 
And the late is, is what it sounds like. It's a late night, overnight, because you can't go to Berlin and do an event and not have a club night that goes until stupid o'clock in the morning. It's just, it's kind of part of the culture of that. But we wanted to do a really music tech fest approach to that. We wanted to put really great things together and that we're more, what's the word I'm looking for? More interested in ideas than just putting on a rave. You know, we weren't interested in putting on a rave. So what we decided ultimately was we do the lates. It's an add-on. So you can pay a little bit extra and you can go to this sort of private club, exclusive content. I mean, there's a world premiere of a thing actually I'm going to be announcing today, although it will be announced by, I guess, the time this uh, podcast comes out. Matt Black from Cold Cut has composed a new work for Music Tech Fest Berlin called Ich Bin. It's a performance and uh, visual demonstration. This is a world premiere of a work by a, a kind of a, an acclaimed and legendary electronic music artist. We've got uh, Graham Massey from 808 State is going to be doing a live solo performance, which include if you've ever seen Graham perform, he's a multi-instrumentalist as well as kind of obviously somebody who does electronic dance music. One of the pioneers of uh, Acid House, but also, you know, the whole kind of 808 State catalog. And, you know, this is somebody who's produced and co-wrote, you know, major stuff with Bjork. And he's going to be in a, in a private club setting doing a live solo set, as well as Sarah Farina, who's a phenomenal Berlin DJ. And, you know, other people as well that we're going to be announcing as they come along. So there is some really, really great stuff going on to the lates. We decided that we were going to make it for Music Tech Fest festival ticket holders only. So you can't just go to the lates because what we wanted it to be was a place where the Music Tech Fest crowd, the people who'd been there all day and had had their minds blown, you know, 90 times over with all this amazing stuff, had a place to kind of decompress, to, to share those experiences, to kind of bond with that crowd, if you like. And we thought it was more important to have, you know, two or 300 people in a room that had just had an incredible experience and were celebrating it than to kind of open up the doors and have 2,000 people who didn't really know what else was going on Music Tech Fest, but just wanted a dance party. And that's kind of where we went with it. So the Lates is the extra add-on ticket, if you like. And that's kind of how that's sold. Now, to complicate matters further, having said it's very simple, Emika, who's a phenomenal artist, she's uh, a couple of albums on Ninja Tune, uh, she then crowdfunded a symphony that she's written. We're going to be doing the well, the world premiere of live mix that she's going to do at uh, the, the festival of her symphony. And she's also going to do a kind of a discussion of the creative process that's gone into that, how she's built that and so on. And what we've done is we've separately ticketed that because we wanted as many of her fans that really kind of are just Emika fans wanted to go and see her to explore that. So we've got a late night slot for her, 11 o'clock at night on the Friday of Music Tech Fest. So that's the 27th of May. We'll be able to buy a ticket just for that and go at 11 o'clock and see Emika perform and talk about her work. However, if you have a Music Tech Fest weekend ticket, that's free to you. You can just go in. So that's kind of, this is how we sort of made that arrangement. So yeah, uh, when, when you actually come to say it all out loud, there, there is a little bit of complexity to it, but these, there's not really, I mean, basically the decision is, are you an industry insider? Yes or no. Do you want to go for three days or four days and see the research thing? Yes or no. Do you want to go to the lates and spend the night actually at Music Tech Fest and uh, seeing this incredible, you know, these world exclusives and listening to some great DJs and talking to some amazing people? So that's yeah. really the kind of the decision process. Makes sense. Makes sense. I appreciate you explaining. It's just that, you know, I like as I started uh, talking about Music Tech Fest with you and just learning more about you, I, I feel this very 
friendly and almost like family-like attitude to everything, to who exactly is performing, what kind of uh, events are happening to everything. And But when you are just looking it all for the first time, it may seem, in my opinion, as something like just for insiders, just for a specific group of people who already know what it is. So, so I just want to to make it clear that to anyone listening to us that everyone is welcome and I'm pretty sure that anyone can find something cool at this event. Absolutely. I mean, you've hit on two things here. One is that this word family comes up a lot, but it's a family at the end of the festival. You know, you, you go through this process of people sort of experiencing things together that you just don't get outside of that space. And they come out of it and, they, and they've, they've made, I mean, sort of friends for life. And there's some really actually kind of heartwarming stories that have come out of this sort of these, these bonds. People who've sort of become lifelong friends. And these sort of these real kind of human interest stories have come out of friendships and, and uh, relationships and collaborations that have formed at Music Tech Fest and gone on to be like the most important things in, in people's lives. But at the same time, this can be a very low friction thing. You can just go to Music Tech Fest and sit down and just have a look and take it in and see what's going on and, and you know, go and have a, a burger out by the spree and, you know, have a beer and then relax and talk to some interesting people and or not, you know. There's no kind of compulsory audience participation element to it. There's no, you have to be, you know, this kind of weirdo or this kind of, you know, you don't have to pass a musical exam or, or you know, know anything about particle physics or, or anything like that. It's an amazing thing to go to, whether you're an eight-year-old or you're a you know, 98-year-old, no matter what you're interested in, you'll find something there. You go, huh, that's really cool. And of course, if you're into music and technology, you'll find your home. It's just, it really feels like that. Excellent. So at this stage, at this moment, I suggest you to just link to, to the show notes because we are linking to the website, to the what do you use for tickets for to the ticket base where yeah the tickets can be purchased and uh, the additional information that we posted in the show notes so i mean there is just uh, quite a lot of information to look at into and uh, the videos to watch and uh, you know decide to go or not it's pretty clear from our discussion what kind of attitude i have towards going or not <laughs> to that event uh, to me it's, it's uh, just uh, yeah if you are in the area or even if not Tickets to Berlin affordable from many places in the world. So it's just, yeah, something to Absolutely. To and there's out. more stuff we're adding all the time. And we put the program out now and that's sort of doing the rounds. And this is a, it's a hefty document with all the different threads. I mean, we've got, like I say, we've got the kids hack. We've got a trackathon, yeah. which is a kind of a 24-hour challenge for, for music producers to record a song in 24 hours. We've got a jam camp, a room with musical instruments in it that anybody at the festival can just walk in, pick up an instrument and jam to their heart's content. We've got the main festival stage. We've got the hackathon. We've got, you know, stuff out on the, the river where people can just go and get some food and a drink. There are activities and, and things going on all the time, as well as the labs leading up to the festival. We're doing stuff about blockchain. We're doing stuff about performance and interactive performance. We're doing stuff about body, uh, you know, human body and extensions of the human body. So all these different threads and they all come together. But if you just go to Music Tech Fest, you will stumble into interesting stuff. We have installations, you know, in, in hidden rooms. You'll find somebody sitting in a corner DJing or you'll find a, a chill-out space or you'll find a kind of a, a sonic art installation or you'll walk into the main festival hall and you'll see these kind of performances and demos by incredible world-class artists who are making some phenomenal things. So it's, it is really sort of, it's a discovery, you know, weekend, if you like. 
a couple of words on Funkhouse, by the way. Is it just literally the biggest like studio in the world? Or? It, is, it is the biggest studio in the world. In fact, it's the one that was, because Funkhouse was, was sort of derelict for a long, long time, or at least um, not in full running order. And so Abbey Road Studio in London had the kind of the title of the largest working studio in the world. The Funkhouse Hall, Recording Hall 1 is double the volume of Abbey Road Studio. So it's pretty phenomenal. It's vast. I mean, it's, it's a concert hall recording studio. It was built for specifically radio broadcasting, but they wanted it to be massively impressive, and they really succeeded. And a lot of the original, I mean, this is one of the great things I love about this, because I'm a you know, radio and radio history nerd. One of the most exciting pieces of technology at Music Tech Fest is the building, because it is this kind of 50s original tech, original design, you know, Cold War building that was made for broadcasting. It was made for a particular purpose. And they went to town on it. They really made a, like a work of art. And we get to participate in that and be in that space. And we're really privileged. Exciting. I really appreciate all the insights. And uh, once again, to those listening to us, find more details in the show notes. I'm really looking forward to seeing you there and uh, experience this massively interesting event myself pretty soon anything else to add before we wrap it up andrew i think i've said a lot that there is i mean there's you know there's so much to experience there i I think probably the best thing you do is just go to musictechfest.net and poke around and find things and follow some links and watch some videos you'll get the sense of it pretty quickly and i think the more you look into it you'll go you know what this is cool i think i'm gonna be there excellent so that's the way to go thank you thanks andrew Thanks, Andrew, and you, the listener. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to attend, grab an exclusive 20% discount code at the show notes at wispin.co forward slash WSR67. If you have any questions, as usual, email me at andrew at wispin.co. Hopefully, we'll see you in Berlin at Music Tech Fest, and for sure, we'll see you on the next edition of this very Wispin Recipes podcast next week. Thank you, and till next time. You have been listening to the We Spin Recipes podcast. Learn how we can help you improve your music career at wespin12.com. We Spin12.